And we are live with Spot Dodge, a live Nintendo podcast where every single week we react to the latest Nintendo news and talk about the games we are playing. Eric, we can hear you. I'm not sure if your mic is muted, but let's just get into the show now. I'm Brett Medlock, video <laughs> producer and host here at Destructoid. Along with me is Mary Stowe, social media manager and host here at Destructoid. How are you doing, Mary? I'm good. Awesome. Then we have John Frischa, indie developer and managing editor over at The Escapist. How you doing, John? I am delighted to be here. Sweetness. And then we have Greg Vargas, writer at PC Invasion and streamer over at Dynamite Giraffe. How are you, Greg? Hey, man, I'm doing good. And can I just say your mic sounds crisp today? I hope it does. I, I'm kind of worried it sounds like crap, but... Anyway, lastly, we have Eric Christ. on the ones and twos. Thank you, Eric, for streaming the show from your supercomputer. And without further ado, let's get into it. But before that, if you want to be on the show, make sure you leave a comment down in the comments section below. Then you can be on next week's episode. We read all of the comments that, that are there. So be sure to do that. And lastly, for the second time now, lastly, please leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts. It would really mean a lot. Or unless you give us a one star, then don't, then don't leave us a review. But if you're going to rate us high, please do so. Now, guys, let's talk about Nintendo and some other things happening. First thing on the docket that I have that I personally wanted to talk about is not Nintendo related because Gotham Knights has been canceled on PS4 and Xbox One. And I'm curious what you guys think about that. Uh, this is something that happened to a few games last generation that were coming to PS3 and 360, and then now it's not coming. Do you think they saw what happened to Cyberpunk? And they're like, we don't want that to happen to us. So let's just go ahead and do this current gen only. John, thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, th I think it might be some of that. Um, c Cyberpunk definitely left like an extremely bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Like not, not me, because I played it on PlayStation Five and I was just willing to deal with it. But yeah. <laughs> I hear it was like an awful, <laughs> awful time at launch for people that played last gen. And so like, yep, I I could totally see that happening again here, especially because like they didn't the the trailer the. Or, I guess gameplay video it's 13 minutes even that doesn't have a stable frame rate and that's probably either running on like ps5 or like a high-end pc if they yeah. haven't got it if they haven't got it worked out for like their gameplay video then i mean you know like probably ain't gonna be any better on a ps4 yeah was the game targeting 60 fps from the demo i can't remember greg you would know uh i i don't know actually but oh, okay. my only comment was I like i remember the 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 early for some reason in my head the earlier game demo looked a lot better than this to me i don't know yes yeah, i was gonna say i was gonna say gameplay wise and even graphically i think the game yeah. doesn't look like it wouldn't be able to run on ps4 and xbox one if i'm being honest um i know they're implementing things like like ray tracing in the console version for this game but but i don't understand how they couldn't just if they're if they're if they're aiming for 60 FPS, why couldn't they just slash that 60 FPS in half, get rid of the ray tracing, drop the resolution down to 900p or something, and get that running on an Xbox? Uh, on an Xbox One, I mean. Um, so that's a little weird to me. But, I don't know, maybe the game is uh, just optimized strange, and maybe it just wasn't uh, good for those older consoles. Eventually. Maybe, I was I'm, thinking I'm... maybe it was just a safe bet to show PS4 or last-gen gameplay in a presentation so they don't have any hiccups. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, wait, wait. So the first time we saw the game, they didn't say what it was running on, right? I don't think they've ever said. I could be wrong, mm -hmm. but mm -mm. and the game was but revealed. I think that's before... kind of standard, though. Yeah. Um. Was the game revealed before like PS5 and Series X were? I can't remember. 
Um, I, you mean like before um, the consoles came out? Yeah, like or no, or no, like before they were even known. Like, wasn't hasn't this game oh, been known no, no, no. for quite a while? No, I mean it was leaked like it like a year earlier or whatever. But no, um, okay. I think the game was only announced. It wasn't extremely long ago. I can look it up, but yeah, wasn't that like a really weird time too? It wasn't during it's any DC main fandom. That it was DC it was. fandom. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, it was the same day Suicide Squad was revealed. They both got revealed the same day, which is kind of strange. Yeah, it's um, hefty, uh... I still don't understand why this is not in the Arkham universe since it's being done by a studio that did uh, Arkham Origins. That's kind of mm-hmm. strange to me. And also, I just got to say, the game graphically, it doesn't look as good as Arkham Knight to me. Like, obviously, it's running at a higher resolution and frame rate, and that's going to just inherently look prettier. But in terms of graphic fidelity, texture quality... Arkham Knight looks stunning compared to this. But what do you think, uh, Greg? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it's hard for me because, like, I'm not really a, a DC fan per se. But the, the thing that intrigues me most is, like, being able to play this co-op with people who are and, like, still have a, you know, respect for superheroes and for, you know, I know, I don't know everybody in the DC universe, but I know you know, of its main characters. And those are the ones that are, are pretty much depicted in the game here. And to me, that seems fun, you know, going around and, and solving missions together, crime fighting together, especially the promise of four player co-op. But I think it's, did they, I, it's, I thought it was only two player. I'm pretty sure it's right? only two player was, co-op. I, I thought think that four player uh, was sort of hinting leak. at four player. Four yeah. player. Yeah. It was like, like leak slash rumored, but yeah. I don't know about that, especially after they, didn't make any mention of it today. I gotta say, the structure of the game is reminding me an awful lot of about. I mean, of um, Avengers, like the home base area, the attachments you're putting on your character that aren't like anything visual. It's just like weird, like materials and stuff. I'm like, what exactly are they doing? I, I this doesn't look good. I didn't. I did notice that they they took down. They either had like hit hit numbers like whenever you hit enemies in the first demo or levels above the head it was one of those things that they bold. removed <laughs> both and that's awful in my opinion <laughs> um but uh <laughs> the pause menus and everything like all of that stuff that's actually on screen right now i think it looks pretty bad it, it looks very just yeah. pointless it doesn't seem like this ne- it needs even needs to be in the game yeah like I watched the gameplay. I was kind of on board with it because, like, I am a fan of like the other Batman games. Um, and it looks like it's just going to be that experience kind of continued. I'm like, okay, yeah, this looks like about what I expect from it. I could get on board with it. And I saw the menu, and I was kind of like, what is this? It feels, I don't know. It's not, it just doesn't feel. It feels disconnected. I don't know how to explain it. It just yeah, doesn't look like it belongs word. in the game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In the game's defense, it's been describing itself all along as an action RPG, and I think the fact that we have like so much reference from the Arkham games, like, like consciously or not, I think we're doing a lot of our comparisons like between this and like existing superhero games, like yeah. even even maybe including Spider-Man. Yeah. So like, I'm, I like I think it looks good. I don't know if I'll actually buy it because I actually I never even bought the last couple Arkham games. I only played the first two Arkham games. Um, Crazy. But, like, but those were the best like, ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So I don't know. Like I'm, I'm still like cautiously optimistic about the game. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm still optimistic. Yeah. I was I, gonna say um, maybe that's a good thing going for it though that it, it really doesn't have any other superhero comparison games. I mean, if anything, the closest I would say <laughs> in my mind 
in my mind would be like Avengers. And we all know Avengers was a pile of heaping dog doo-doo. Besides Brett, Brett loved it. No, I did not love that game. Um, <laughs> it was very disappointing, but I did try to appreciate the elements that I that were actually good in it, like the first few hours, whenever it was just a normal single-player campaign. But then once it opened up, like I, I fear this game is going to, and it's just a co-op game where you're just like uh, loot grinding and level grinding, and it's just pointless. Then that, that's where I have a problem with it, and I'm kind of worried about that in this game. But they did like specify that there are like differences between like side missions and main missions. So if the side missions are like uh, terrible, like how I said with Horizon uh, Forbidden West, I'm not wasting my time with that with all this like padded nonsense anymore in games. If it's bad, I will lower the difficulty and play through the main story if I have to because I'm not I'm I'm done wasting my time with all of these modern games doing this shit. Um, but yeah, I think uh, the combat wise. It looks fun. I, I'd say it doesn't look mechanically as strong as the Arkham games in terms of timing and like all the enemy placement in those games. It doesn't look as complex, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. It seems like you're gonna, there's more variety in this game, especially with all the characters having like different powers and stuff. I will say the one last thing on it is Red Hood doesn't seem normal to me. Like From what I know about Red Hood, I'm not like a super DC fan, but... He usually kills people, he usually doesn't have superpowers, and he's usually a bit more grim in terms of his, his like, talking and his, his writing, and that just is all, is, is all the complete opposite in this game. He's, he's like, doing, like, jump running through the sky, and I'm like, that's just kind of weird for Red Hood. Like, they could have just made him a, a grounded character that actually had to climb a building. Like, he doesn't have to be able to fly. They gave Batman a double jump. You're telling me Batman can double jump in, in the comics? <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a double jump in the games? I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, I does believe he... in some of the early ones he does. In the, probably the earlier, yeah, like in the the older Batman games and yeah, like Super Nintendo or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, we're talking everything post Arkham right now. We're not talking about <laughs> Super Nintendo Batman when things didn't matter. <laughs> but I, w- I will say the one big turnoff though, like I said, you know, it doesn't look as pretty. But maybe that's just in the way, like, the animation seems so sluggish in combat. Like, the, like it it's looks like you're going to be locked. Yeah, it looks like you're, like, locked into, like, those, those like, somersaults and, and spins. And, like, mm-hmm. if any enemy approaches you while you're, you're mid-flight during, during that animation, it just seems like you're <laughs> going to get knocked. And, like, I, that didn't seem fluid to me. And especially after, like I said, you know, seeing it where it was before and then seeing it now is, like, did we lose progress what's going on here dude you can tell that in the demo he accidentally does a bunch of somersaults on accident they just kept this playthrough because he's just he's just doing flips for no reason like multiple times when there's no enemies around or nothing that's Um, a sign of a great game I do. Excellent. I do I remember doing like the the Talon boss fight. Like I, he, I think he like started charging up some strong move, but then he got hit, and he had to do it again. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. He's doing the best he can. Exactly. But ultimately, I, I'm I'm pretty dang excited for the game. Like even though I have all these criticisms, I just am I'm craving more Batman video games because it's been a while yeah. now. Yeah. 2015. If I, if I get like any of these upcoming DC games, it'll be this one because so far that Suicide Squad game just doesn't look fun to me like at all. I keep forgetting it exists. Yeah, right? yeah, I <laughs> yeah, Sam, the opposite. That one that one looks more fun to me than than or at least sounds more fun to me than this does. Like, I just Have couldn't seen, care less yeah, about Boomerang or, like, I'm, another Harley Quinn thing, you know? 
I'm surprised just how similar the two games are. Because at first, like, Suicide Squad was supposed to be this, we're just a single, or, we're just like a co-op story game. Mm-hmm. But from what they're showing us, it looks very much like um, a games-as-service type game. I, n- I know it's not, but it has that structure. And then Suicide Squad at first was like, we are a service game. And then once they realized that people see that in a negative light, they completely removed it from all the marketing and they don't talk about it anymore. So now they're just a co-op game. Is, is now what they're they a say. game. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're, we're a gamer's game. Believe us. Yeah, yeah we would have lied and, to you. And they're both very similar looking to me, like in terms of your four people running around a city beating up bad guys. And, and like Maybe some of you can like fly, a- some of you can jump. Who who's what? developing that one? The Suicide Squad one? Rocksteady. That's, that's the Arkham mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Oh, is it? The OG yeah. Arkham. Yeah, I thought that was the I thought it was flip-flopped. Well, no, uh, uh, WB Montreal did uh, uh, Arkham Origins. Arkham Origins. Yeah. So they the they also did that franchise. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like all that DC has left is is the games cuz the films, I mean. Yeah. Oh, if you're Dude, willing to like Batman. sit through four <laughs> hours of the Snyder Cut, it's pretty decent. <laughs> I, I liked the Snyder Cut. It was yeah. good. Surprisingly good, <laughs> you're, yeah. You're sick. It was actually a Justice League movie, not just a Batman and Superman movie. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm a lot more excited for Gotham Knights because it, like, Suicide Squad doesn't look like my style of game at all. It looks like it's very much just combat focused um not much story going on and it's multiplayer focused and i typically play my games alone in the dark at night (laughs) (laughs) there you go and also that we can't forget that there is a wonder woman game that we have not seen but they announced it yeah who's doing that avalanche or someone that's the uh the the mordor people oh okay i think that was announced at the, the game awards last december i think Oh yeah. yeah. I, is that Oh um, yeah, Monolith. Monolith. Is doing it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Cuz that was one of the games I was like, "What?" Like, yeah. We need that? Okay. <laughs> I'm curious well, about it the, for sure. The woman's allowed to say that. The guy is not allowed to say, "I don't really think we need a Wonder Woman <laughs> I'll, game." <laughs> I'll say it for you. Don't I mean, worry. there's so many better superheroes. <laughs> yeah. But again, so once many again, heroes have to make everything, everything political. Man. <laughs> Once again, because the movie was so phenomenal. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, right. the game. <laughs> what are the odds that that Wonder Woman would have the best movie in the DCEU and the worst movie in the DCEU? <laughs> I like I liked 1984. No, oh my god, it was terrible. Yeah, that, that was like a weird, stupid way. Yes. Okay, I, like, I understand when you say like that. Shockingly bad things I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, terrible. Like I, I think I told my parents afterward. Like I was stunned that like it existed. Like the quality level was so bad. Like that's funny. You tell your yeah. parent. You called them. Yeah. Mom, so I just watched I've this one movie. Mom, Dad, <laughs> let me fucking tell you. <laughs> but we have no idea what this game's gonna be, as far as I know. So. Hopefully it'll be good. Yeah, or, or or what platforms? It it could make it to Switch. I mean, Harry Potter proved yeah. that. I mean, anything is possible. <laughs> Somehow yeah. that game is coming to Switch. Yeah. I can't yeah, wait to like, see what it looks like. It's gonna yeah. look like PS One's best game. <laughs> Mary, it's not gonna be good. 
Tell me how you Dude, really feel. <laughs> what I didn't understand was with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, it's a streaming game on Switch. So, so I figured when I tested it out that it would still look somewhat on par with the Xbox One PS4 versions. But somehow the streamed version of Guardians of the Galaxy on Switch looks so bad that it looks like it's running natively on the hardware. It is the blurriest, ugliest game. It, it must be running like PC at the lowest settings or something. But uh, anyway, this is a Nintendo podcast where we're very positive on Nintendo. <laughs> Once again, and we're trashing everything else. So guys, we have to talk about the top 10 highest selling Switch games of all time. Since 2017, March. What a weird release time. Do you guys remember those days? March yep. 2017. The good old days. Could not get my hands on a Switch. I was very sad. I had to wait two months to play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Yeah, I had to wait like two months because I didn't have the money. (laughs) I had the game in hand and I had no Switch to play it on. Oh, yeah, I I did too. I I bought the game before my Switch. Yep. And the the game was actually outpacing the Switch. Like, that was normal. The game was selling more than the hardware, which is hilarious. At a a higher than one-to-one attach rate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hilarious. Yeah. There's like... We've sold 5 million copies of Zelda, but we've only sold 4 million Switches. This makes no sense. <laughs> anyway, can, can anybody guess what number one is on the Switch chart? I'm looking at the whole list, but... Okay, I... wait, 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 wait. Then let's just go down from 10. <laughs> number 10 is Ring Fit Adventure, the most hardcore game for the hardcore gamers out there. <laughs> I believe it. Now, this Have is you, a game I've bought. actually played it, though. This is a game I bought. I did it once. I said, I'm going to do this every day. And then 30 minutes later, I decided to take it back and I returned it. Um, (laughs) Wow. I still have the leg strap. I didn't put it in the box. So now I can play that with um, with the the soccer game on Switch Sports. Sports. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah, that game, not not really anything for me. What about you guys? I would like to play it. I just don't have space or like the time to even bother with it i go through, <laughs> it sounds like a fun idea i go through phases it with it like it's more intense than it i expected it to be is that or i'm just that out of shape um <laughs> but like i go through phases with my ring fit like i'll pick it up i'll be like really good like i'll be using it on a schedule with it and then i'll just throw it down for two months and do something else <laughs> yeah. i yeah. remember i played it at a what was it uh eglx for the oh first yeah time. i remember that I've never I never purchased it, but I I got done and I handed the the ring back and I was just like, what the hell? I was like, I'm sweating and I'm out of breath. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we do a video on yeah. it? I can't remember. I thought we did a video. Uh, Were you like sweating remember. hardcore afterwards? Um, I like need to look those up. That was a different video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a different one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like presentation-wise, I, I, it actually surprised me when I played. I was like, okay, this actually looks pretty great graphically for a workout game. Um, and I was into the whole. Oh, there's the video on screen right now. Eric found it in like three seconds. Love somehow. it, Eric. Don't show me that stuff. I'm, I'm way skinnier. Look at back me. Then. Look at. <laughs> Look at Greg playing. Uh, <laughs> I don't like seeing old skinny videos of myself. Um, Greg, your was, arms are even was, bigger now. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even realize I had the leg strap on. Yeah, that's not the... Never mind. That's, what? That's nothing. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's not the only anyway. thing you had strapped on, but that is Whoa! just <laughs> um, Anyways, Now let's talk about number nine. 
No, I was a uh, one last thing though. I I do I do still see a lot of people uh, streaming, playing, and like uh, one of the people I saw, I think it was on Instagram, had been doing it for like like a hundred and forty days or something like that, like continuously Jeez. using it. Oh wow! Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. Right. Dude, I remember uh, back when Wii Fit came out. My brother actually ended up losing like thirty pounds with Wii Fit. I was what like, "What the hell?" I was amazed. <laughs> And my he only weighs barking. 30 pounds. <laughs> so now died. let's talk about number he nine. Barks. <laughs> yeah, he that was never mind. Um, <laughs> let's get to to number nine. Pokemon. Let's go Eevee and let's go uh, Pikachu. That's who it was. Did 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 any of you guys play this one? Nope. I did. I did I too. I love the Pokeball that came with it. I was sold because the Pokeball controller. <laughs> I um yeah. hated this game for a while whenever it came out because it didn't let you just use a normal controller to play the game. You had to use one Joy-Con, and mm-hmm. that was the most annoying thing in the world. So I, I stopped playing it, and then until like last year, I played through half of it. And I was going to beat it, and then my, my save got deleted by my son, so I just never beat it. And I'm just oh, no. pissed because I couldn't add it to my game's beat list because I, I always keep track of everything. <clears throat> so it's as if you but- never played it at all. Exactly. It's it's like I wasted like twenty hours of my life on nothing. <laughs> What's funny to me is like this Pokemon game visually, I still think looks like the best one of them all in terms of art style and and presentation in general. I think it looks great. And I was expecting like since this was the first one, like the first Pokemon game on the platform, I was like, man, the next one's gonna look even better. And then it was Sword and Shield, which I did not like that art style at all. What about you, John? Well, then you're going to love Violet and whatever the oh other Oh, my God. Are. Don't even get me started. They, they somehow look worse than Sword and Shield. I didn't even think that was possible. But then next up is another Pokemon game, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl with 14.65 million units sold. Damn. Pretty good. That's this is a game I have outsold the other two already. Yeah. That's yeah, higher that's than crazy. I thought it would be. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um. I thought this was a very low effort, like remake in quotes, because it was pretty much one to one the exact same, and there's lots of copy and paste environments, which was fine in the original. It was it was like an older GBA game. It's that's normal, but like nowadays, it just did not look great. And I played for like 45 minutes, and then I never played it again. Yeah, I got to the second gym and then stopped. And I was also spending much more time in like, maybe was it past the second gym? I don't know. I got to the underground part and was having way too much fun down there. Realized I was spending all my time underground. <laughs> and I was like, I clearly like only one part of this game. <laughs> yeah. John and Greg, you didn't play this. So I'll just skip to the next one. Mario, uh, <laughs> Super Mario Party at 17.7 million units. I don't like I'm Mario surprised. Party. I only like the first two. And then it was just rinse and repeat. And I didn't like it anymore. What about you guys? Uh, this one wasn't my favorite Mario Party, but I think the, uh, the is it the new one? What's the other one that just came out? I always get them flip flopped. It's um, what was that? Super no, Superstar. Superstar, that yeah, Superstar is the more recent one. I like that one a lot more. Yeah, that one Super looked a lot Mario. better. Mm-hmm. Heard that one. Um, now this next one is one. Did you say what was it? Seventeen million. Yeah, yeah, 17 million. Almost closer to 18. And then we take a 5 million, an over 5 million jump to 23.5 million for Super Mario Odyssey. 
It's really impressive. Um, mm-hmm. And a very great game. I gave it a 10 out of 10 back when it came out. And nowadays, is it a 10? I'm not really sure. It's amazing. It's maybe so. a 9.5. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I super love this game. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it ever since, though, so I'm wondering if I'd jump back into it, if, if I'd be like, I don't know, maybe it wasn't as good as I thought it was. I just, I just remember every single time I entered a new world, I felt like a kid in a candy shop. Like It was just like this magical experience that I was just being able to go explore around a big, fully open world that we haven't seen in Mario in a long time until this game. Well, not, not fully open that, world, but like a fully yeah. open... <laughs> you, guys, you guys know what I mean. Yeah, Greg, I think I, that's uh, more important though. Your your first your first time experience on the Switch with something like Super Mario Odyssey. I think that's that has a lot more weight to it than like looking back on it and like, you know, maybe changing your what you know, your score for it, but you know, first I would say, you know, first impression versus replay, replayability is more important in this case cuz it is kind of the game that you would just play once, complete it and never look at it again. Yeah, I, I I seldom replay anything. Like even if I love it, so I really don't factor replayability into like what I think of a game. Because no matter how much I love it, I'm probably not going to touch it again. I love replaying things. Um, there are some games that I love that I'll probably never replay, but there are some games that I love a lot and I will replay them. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like Resident Evil Four and Resident Evil Five and. Resident Evil, no, Resident, Evil 4. <laughs> Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4 again. And, uh, Resident Evil 4. <laughs> but yeah, no, but yeah. I, I, I totally think Odyssey's a masterpiece. I think it's absolutely incredible. And I think it's insane that Nintendo did a one-two punch of Zelda and Odyssey. Oh my god. Talk yeah. about the best launch year of yeah, all time. Yeah, it was such a good... It was so good. It, it it's, just like defies imagination that a company could make two games that good back-to-back. And like they made them simultaneously. How? I remember <laughs> I remember third party developers thinking there's no point in putting these been putting our games on Switch and then somehow it was probably the one two punch you're talking about. Like the Switch just exploded and don't say you saw it coming because the internet at that time was Nintendo needs to just go third party, the Wii U's terrible, they should just stick to handhelds. But then the Switch came out and it just it exploded and it was it was kind of funny because like those early years when there really wasn't much on Switch, like I was grasping for anything to play, and I was just playing games just because they were on the hardware and, the, and not because they were good. So I was just playing some weird ass games, like that Caterpillar game where you like can connect to stuff. I don't even remember what it was called, but uh, I don't know. It's on the tip of my tongue, but it was it was fairly decent. But it, there was just a bunch of games was that were like snake? mostly indie. Snake, Snake Pass, is that what it was? Snake Pass, Snake Pass. Never, no, maybe not. Snake. I don't know. But, I think, but you I think know what you're I'm forgetting one, one other game, though, that really kicked off the uh, the sales of the Nintendo Switch and and really catapulted it into, you know, the big moneymaker. And we all know that's 1-2-Switch. I mean... Yeah. I, knew that I mean, coming. if it was for that phenomenon... <laughs> Either that or ARMS. Yeah. ARMS. Oh, I reviewed that one, too. ARMS. What, what the hell were you? I can't believe I gave Five. it a 7.5. It's, it was totally a you 6. Just, <laughs> a six uh, it was a six it was okay i, I gave it a seven five because uh one night my friend came over and we actually had like a lot of fun with it and then once i like it was like the day after that where i was like all right i'm sitting down to write this and th- that was really awesome stuff i did with him and then and then when i really sat back and, th- and thought about it, i'm like the game has two attacks 
Just two attacks. Like, how is this a game? Left and right punch. That's basically one attack. And then throw. How do you, how do you build a whole game out of that? It was terrible. No, it wasn't terrible, but it was just okay. But yeah, one two switch, okay. a phenomenon. One what what which one do you think is better? James one two switch or arms? Um, I never played one two switch. It looked like a waste of money. It's fun. I think I got it, it for free though with my switch. I think it just I got a bundle, and I think that's one of the ones that came with it. So not free, but like package deal sort of thing. But yeah. yeah. That was fun. My, my dad's calling me. Should I put him on the show? This <laughs> <laughs> <get> dicey. <laughs> I've... Hello. Brent? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm recording a show right now, so I got to call you back. I'm recording a show right now, so I got to call you back. Let's talk to you tomorrow or something. All right. Sounds good. Bye. <laughs> could, you, could you guys even yeah. hear him at all? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we can hear him. Right. Okay. a fun intonation. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> His voice is so <laughs> weird, you have no idea. Want to drink some Fireball? <laughs> yeah. He'd like, want some baloney? He's, he's a I weird drink guy. Fireball with Brett's dad. Yeah, he did. Story. Dude, Greg, uh, that Fireball was actually great, and then I got COVID, and now my taste buds changed, and now I can't drink Fireball anymore because it tastes like acid. Um, but anyway... On to the next game. We got Pokemon Sword and Shield at 24 million. We already talked about that one. Legend of Zelda Breath <laughs> of the Wild, 26 million. Yeah, like, no one, that game doesn't matter. We got Super Smash. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Breath of the Wild, amazing game. I played it earlier, just like a few weeks ago. I beat it for the second time. And what an experience. Way better the second time when I played it all in one, like basically one session, like over the span of a week or so. Um, any guys, any uh, thoughts from you guys on uh, Breath of the Wild before we skip it? I love it. Masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> incredible. Beautiful. Amazing. It's a supermodel yeah. of the world. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, what else to exactly. say about it? Like it's, <laughs> and I know like, a lot I... of Zelda fans like don't like it because it broke the Zelda mold, but sometimes that's a good thing, you know? So. Yeah, totally. yeah. I was very much against, uh, like against it when it first came out. I was like, yeah, where's the hookshot? Where's Epona? Like, come on. Where's the temples? This is stupid. And then I started to like it more and more over time. It was weird because I didn't play it at all like since I beat it. But the more I thought about the elements that I liked, they really stood out to me like in my head. Like, you know, that was pretty awesome. Like, you know, the whole like 100 years later, that's a pretty cool concept for Zelda. They haven't really done a lot of cool story stuff, in my opinion. And that was like like one of the few things that's really cool, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a really special game. And I actually like yeah. the weapon breaking. Yeah, I had a, you know, it was one of the few games that I felt like everybody was playing and i was like you know finally had a game where i was enjoying it and everybody else around me was experiencing you know the, the game for themselves too and and doing you know completely different things uh, and then um my ex at the time um she her son was i think nine or ten when the switch came out and like we were playing breath of the wild together and it was just like i don't know it was kind of like a weird thing where i was seeing myself as a kid like you know discover all these things you know find something new you know reach the master sword um you know defeat calamity ganon and and i just thought that was like such a unique experience and i think you know breath of the wild for for more reasons than just gameplays is kind of going to always have a special spot in my heart 
I, I have this ridiculous image in my head of like Greg kneeling down next to this child and like holding the back of his head and he's like, show me what you see, child. <laughs> Let me live with you. <laughs> Rest your weathered eyes and use your vocals to express your opinions. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I was going to say something kind of the same thing that like it's a lot of people's first Zelda, like even adults, it's like their first zelda but like my younger cousin he's 11 now um so he was younger when breath of the wild came out obviously but it was his first zelda and now he's like i need more and then he found out there's more zelda games and he's like i need all of them and like he's actually called me and texted me and been like do you remember this yeah. part of this game you know and like i gave him like the hyrule historia and like the books you know nice. the encyclopedia my aunt sent me a picture of him like reading the encyclopedia like he is just all in a zelda fan now it's so great yeah i'm surprised that he didn't like play the like an older game and be like oh this is nothing like breath of the wild i don't like this this is terrible <laughs> um right but yeah I've, 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 I've heard on a lot of podcasts about kids and adults like getting into the series because of this game and that's that's really special because it is obviously a special series and the games are so different and some games speak to to a lot of people and some games don't but there's probably at least one in this franchise that speaks to everybody um so yeah could be well, then the if you don't like any do zelda game hard. are you even human <laughs> probably a bot I think the yeah. moral thing to do, though, is to just start heavily gatekeeping and telling all the young people they're not good enough <laughs> to play this. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Let's, 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 let's do that. Not a true fan until you play the CDI games. There you go. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> there was, um, me and Mary made a video about Ocarina of Time. It was just like, uh, just like relive this moment, and, and we played this song from the game. And there was this person who commented, and, and they were like, I'm 13, but this is still nostalgic for me. I'm like, what? You're 13 and this is nostalgic for you? Like, how old? Like, I, I don't know. First of all, how do you even know what nostalgic means? You're 13, you should just be playing. Excellent, excellent vocabulary, my guy. Getting a yeah. whistle for the days of 11. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the long time ago when I was 10. <laughs> that's hilarious uh, yeah i was like 13 like so you played the game and, and so like how old were you in 2015 like five and you're you're like nostalgic for ocarina of time takes me back takes me back to the good old days before my parents divorced back before tiktok yeah i mean though i mean though that that does go to show though like i mean you know obviously like well, a lot of people have siblings. Everybody at one point or another has parents. Like, I mean, it is totally possible that a kid will just, like, have access to, like, either, like, his older sibling or parents, like, huge game collection. Like, yeah. maybe someone who's 13 today, like, was playing, like, Super Nintendo when they were, like, five, you know? Like, mm -hmm. just kind of depends what they had access to. I wish my nieces yeah. and nephews were like that, but instead they're they're on Fortnite. On the Fortnite kick, it just yeah, I'm so glad shatters my, my heart. Aren't Fortnite kids, I, like if I had Fortnite kids, I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to be a parent. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, jeez, yeah. So um, there is there is definitely something special about like 
seeing someone who's like younger, like your kid or just like a younger kid, like experience something that you love for the first time, or even if it's something that's like brand new, like the Zelda series, like how Mary said, like it's there, there's something like it makes you feel closer to being a child. If you're experiencing it like through their joy, you know, that's, that's how I I feel with with my kids a lot. I guess that's the, the like one positive to come out of switch online is like, you know, there, these games are finally, the back catalog of, of Zelda games are available to, you know, these younger generations because, you know, outside of that, other than emulation, you know, where are you really going to play them? And, and, you know, as, as retro collecting has gone the past couple of years, like, like even the common games are hard to find and overpriced. And so, you know, I, 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 appreciate the fact that Nintendo has added some of these back catalog games because otherwise they're, they're really hard to find. Yeah, for sure. Unless you just download them, which, which I've been told on every single video I've ever made about Nintendo switch online. You can just emulate it. I know everybody (laughs) knows you can emulate. Stop telling everyone. Like it's an obvious thing. Yeah. No matter what content it is, if I mention anything about Nintendo Switch Online, if you want the game, just go emulate it. I know... Oh, anyway, let's just move on. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, <laughs> the best fighting game of all time. Um, <laughs> that's number three. Yeah, number three, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. 28.17 million units. Um, I absolutely love this game. I still play it pretty much every single week. Online matches, 1v1, no items. And... um. It's just the best. It's my favorite fighting game ever. It's the only fighting franchise that I even like. Um, so yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on Super Smash Brothers, John? Like, I, I definitely love it for what it is. I hardly ever touch it. Like, when it came out, I I played like the whole story in a few days. So like, I kind of put like an instant like twenty five thirty hours into it. And then ever since my ritual is like buy all the DLC characters sight unseen, download them as they come out, play as them for ten and minutes, play the game. and then wait for <laughs> yeah, then wait for the next DLC character. So, but I the reason I do that though is that like I used to play melee and then even brawl to an extent with my friends like a ton. So like when when like the Wii U and 3DS versions came out, I kept buying. That was the first time they introduced DLC characters, I think. And I, I bought them all for both versions for the rare times that my friends were still around. And then, like, then we could all just play, like, the Wii U one with all the characters unlocked in my system. And so now with the Switch version, like, I just kind of, like, inherently love the franchise, even though I'm not actually playing it much. So, like, I have no problem just buying all these characters. Because, like, at this point, it's really just a celebration of video games in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, um, Mary or Greg, any th- any thoughts on Smash Brothers as a yeah. franchise or this title? I'm not really a Smash Brothers fan; it's just not my style of game. Like, I'll play it whenever like friends, you know, have it, and like we're just in a group. But like, I found myself getting hyped for these trailers. Like, I'm watching this Kingdom Hearts <laughs> reveal right now, and I was like, I just remember like, I love the excitement around the DLC reveal characters, and like the trailers were so good (laughs) so i think i think it was just nintendo really kind of stepping up their game um and creating like excitement through that and plus we finally got sora and smash the last (laughs) it was really cool like basically since smash wii u started it was pretty much consistent 
new characters were being revealed like all the time because it um smash for switch like got revealed way earlier than everyone expected because like the last dlc character wasn't that long ago for the wii u uh smash um so it's pretty much been like a consistent thing and it's been so fun to like have these amazing like cg reveals and then actually genuinely be excited to try out the character because because like i said i play smash online and like uh just like being able to test out a new character, it can just be so fun because then you're like, Being oh shit, this for is... a second. <laughs> yeah, because like this is like there's Smash characters. Um, for example, like the DLC ones, multiple times ended up becoming like my mains that I would use online a lot. So I so I used Byleth all the way up until uh, Pyro and Mithra came out, and now Pyro and Mithra are still my number ones. They're amazing. Well, I'm but, just uh, glad you're still playing, though, because one day you'll probably be good enough to beat me, Brett. I know that hasn't happened Greg, yet. You still <laughs> have, have a lot of practice. Me. <laughs> I, I uh, am untouchable Greg, as Mega Man, and I know that. I'll be honest. There were a few times I legitimately let you kill me, just so it would be close. No, you did not. <laughs> I swear to God. I was like, I'm just going to give him this one. I'm just going like, to fake it. You're a body of it. lies. <laughs> but uh, I, I will say, though, that um smash i i feel like that you know looking looking at it just from the perspective of of how nintendo managed to gain and nurture and obtain these characters from all these different platforms and genres and games and you know really reaching across the aisle to bring those characters from other consoles to the to the uh, to the game to add in for dlc characters like I, I think that should by itself stand as an achievement for the game, uh, as a whole. Uh, I haven't played it in a really long time, but I damn uh, that finally I, I like. Well, I, I remembered that like I played it a shit ton on the 3DS, and I didn't remember that until John said it because that was my first exposure to to Mega Man, and like you know I kind of I, I was about the same way. I never really played the 64 version, but. Uh, Brawl and Greg Melee. Never were... heard of Mega Man until Smash for 3DS came out. This no, is true. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just missed it. And then, but once I picked him up, and Brett could could just not beat me, which is the craziest thing. <laughs> oh I never even God. played the game. I didn't even know how he moved. I was like, what is his cannon blaster or something that he has on his he hand? He has way oh. too much range. That's that's my one gripe. No, about. He d- it's so short, man. Well, I'm, are you kidding me? His smash moves. Doesn't even reach so... across. His... It does reach across the screen. It's the no, exact it does opposite. not. You can stand it's, on the other side of the ledge and not even get hit. Mega Man's my favorite video game character, but actually, I don't really like playing as him in Smash for some reason. I just really? I don't yeah. like his move set. Yeah, I've I've always I, played as as Ness and then Lucas because Lucas is like Ness. <laughs> Ooh, that's so funny. That's my second main. All right. Yeah. I can't. I don't. I don't like their up bees. It's just too unpredictable. Sometimes it's too hard to get that up. Pretty good at using that. Yeah. Yeah, one day you'll get it. That's okay. Greg, just 1v1 me on the stream right now. I'm sure Eric can hook it up (laughs) somehow. Let's go. Let me get. Hold on. (laughs) Next week, let's let's have it ready. Just one round, me and you. Um, My my internet's actually going to be off next week. I'm sorry. Of course. (laughs) I guess you'll be missing the show. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's get into number two, which is 38.64 million Animal Crossing New Horizons. This one was legitimately a, a phenomenon. 
Um, mm -hmm. Not like one two switch. <laughs> this one took took over the world right whenever the world was being taken over by a deadly virus, um, and it was like the one positive thing in a lot of people's life for a hot minute. So yeah. shout out to Animal Crossing. Right? Nintendo really lucked out with all that human suffering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like Definitely. the circumstances of its launch are not what we thought they would be, but like it ended up being yeah this kind of saving grace. Like you could go. You couldn't visit your friends in person, but you could go to their Animal Crossing island. You would hop in a Discord call with them and chat while you just hang out in Animal Crossing. And it kind of became that portal of like some sort of human interaction, if you will. <laughs> so, okay, I just want to clarify something to the chat. Greg was wait, kidding wait, wait, when wait, he, wait, said wait. he didn't know what <laughs> Mega Man. Come on, was. I was going to let that hear the joke. <laughs> <laughs> they actually think he didn't know who Mexican was. He's like 38. I, I was like, I thought his name was Bruce or something. <laughs> Bruce Mega <man>. Bruce. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I couldn't believe that that they actually thought we were serious. No, we were kidding. We were just kidding. Um, Ooh, I, I actually finally found my other copy of uh, Mega Man 1. I have Mega Man 1 through 6 on NES. Nice. Did you, oh, really? you know that you could you could just emulate it? <laughs> um, so yeah, Animal Crossing was really awesome. I spent like seventy hours with it, and that's probably good for me. I, I bought the expansion, oh, and I haven't even tried that out yet. So, yeah, seventy is not not a lot for Animal Crossing, but it is for me with with a game that you can't necessarily beat. But I did add it to my beat games because it does actually have a credits at one point. Oh, okay. so. What is what is Mega Man? <laughs> exactly. I think it is Mega Man. Very nice. There Greg, you go. You know, you don't have to prove it, Greg. We we know you never heard. Oh, him. He did have to prove it. <laughs> Mega Bruce. <laughs> Bruce Man. Uh, now, so do you have Mega uh, Man Seven. Do you have Mega Man Seven on the Super Nintendo? Super Nintendo? Uh, yeah. I don't think so. Oh, okay, that's okay. Do you have Eight on PS One? Maybe. You know, I'm see what what oh, Mega Man games I have. One second. I have like just like uh, so. <laughs> what what was it? The weekend that Mary went to PAX, she was like, "Oh yeah," I which I still want to want to send that over. Uh, she was like, "Oh, I was gonna go back and get this um, yeah. Zelda Zelda booklet, the manual." And I'm like, "Wait, I think I have that." <laughs> Dick, yeah, I have these like like uh, I have another one somewhere, but. Like I have these, like these, like I I've got them with like all my random pickups and stuff, and and some of them, you know, are just like common games, but uh, other ones, like I have a couple copies of the the Legend of Zelda manual in here. Yeah, the one I saw nice. at PAX was, I mean, it was like absolute gorgeous, pristine condition, but it was sold as a set with the game, obviously, like graded everything. And like, I even wow. asked the guy at the booth, I was like, you're not, you wouldn't sell that, just that booklet to me separately, would you? He's like, no, it's a full set. I was like, I don't have that kind of money to spend. Plus like, I'm someone who, I like to, I don't, I can't have, I can't do sealed boxes. I have to play them. I have to look through booklets. Ooh. Like, I'm not a sealed box right. person. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't also, have like, any Mega Man games, but I do have the best multiplayer game of all time. Ice hockey. <laughs> Ice hockey. It's right, so man. good. Take your word for it. You never played Ice Hockey? No. Oh my god, John. We gotta play it together on Switch Online. 
I played a, a WCW game on the NES. I don't remember what it was called. I just I remember it remember didn't work WCW. very well, and we'd have to like blow into the cartridge a lot. On NES? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll you Google sure it, it wasn't in 64? Nope. Okay, huh. it was called WCW Wrestling. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the first wrestling game. <laughs> very memorable game. It had the Road Warriors on the cover. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to picture it in my head. I'll look it up. Thing is, I, I never even really watched WCW. My my brothers followed that for. I, I mostly just watched WWF. Yeah, that was that was always the best one. It felt like the real one. <laughs> um, but but WCW versus NWO on N sixty four was really good. All all the N sixty four wrestling games were like the best <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Like the best wrestling game. Sorry about my dogs barking. <laughs> Guys, uh, talk about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe being number one at 45.33 million while I mute my mic. I've never heard of that game. <laughs> I don't know any of that. It's number one. Excellent. It's... Greg, have you ever heard of this game, Mario Kart? Yeah. Does it it's... feature Mega Bruce? Yeah, actually. That's I think the main so, yeah. Character. It's some like weird indie game. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it'll get popular. Maybe the kids will be nostalgic about it in a couple years or something. I don't know. Yeah, the thirteen-year-olds. <laughs> I mean, when they're eleven. <laughs> I mean, it was like a Wii U game back in like when? Like, was it like yeah, 2014? Like, it was yeah. a long time ago. So let's see. So, Someone who was, let's see, if it's like the the trailer was in 2013. So okay, so the game came out in 2014. Yeah, so that means someone could be like eight, like 18 years old right now and be like, man, I'm nostalgic. I was 10 years old when I played that. <laughs> God, that just Mario Kart my head so much. Oh, a sixth, someone who's driving a car on the street right now played Mario Kart 8 when they were eight years old. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Yeah. Actually, no, they could be 15 driving, so like seven years old. <laughs> uh youth um we'll just turn this into a podcast where we do like weird calculations of why you should feel old <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's my favorite well, to thing fair, to do everything makes me feel old right <laughs> yeah uh, um but so yeah mario kart no, yeah. 8 the highest selling switch game yeah and like that 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 45 million like that's just it's hard to wrap your head around that many sales like for yeah, any any one wild. thing, you know, like that's not like, even just like um, a video game. Just like if you've sold forty five million of anything, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I was looking up the top selling uh, PlayStation exclusive. So like typically Sony published games. Yeah, the only one that is not like double. Like Mario Kart Eight has sold double than like every single Sony published game except like Spider Man and like maybe one other one. Okay, um, double. It, it it has sold more than all of them by a long shot, yeah. but it has sold more than double of what most of the games are. So Man. it's just wild. If if they'd made that Uncharted kart racing game, maybe they could have made some real money. But exactly, they're like, nah, there's no money in kart racers. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> now I want an Uncharted kart racer with like all of the real life size humans and like tiny go karts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at, at at first I'd actually meant to say a Last of Us kart racing. Like you'd have like Joel like shooting like out <laughs> oh at like gosh. the other cars. You could have Abby. She throws golf clubs at people. 
there there is that fan doing the 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 bloodborne kart racing game right now you see that no i didn't Mm-mm. yeah That's hilarious yeah there's some fan like it's the person that made a, a ps1 demake of bloodborne and uh, now they're oh, wait, yeah. i trust yeah. him yeah now now they're making a kart racing version i think it's just called like bloodborne kart or something like that oh my gosh yeah that's funny so, I, don't bloodborne... even, I, don't, I don't care about bloodborne but it's a funny idea yeah, yeah. it's crazy how it like bloodborne's audience is still so passionate and loud you would think that by now sony or someone would have like patched the game to look better on on modern hardware or something but it's still like 720p, 30 frames per second, and it just bothers fans all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks well. kind of fun. Just looks yeah, like looks pretty good metal. Yeah, I I bet it would be one of the influences since it it's legitimately like PS1 looks, in the first place. Looks like a real PS1 game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Person's doing a good job with it. I wish I wish a lot of like I've seen like so many uh, demakes over the years, and like you know whether it's like a Game Boy version or something. But I wish companies would actually embrace these and publish them because they look like they'd be a kick-ass time and they don't interrupt the 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 canon of the main game. They're just stupid, you know, fun to be had and, like, telling me those those wouldn't sell. Exactly. That they probably would. Especially something as silly as a Bloodborne cart. I feel like it's just weird enough that, like, the fan base would latch onto it and buy it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. All right, now let's talk about what we're playing. John Yakuza Five or Four? How's it going? You okay, betcha. but you missed one yeah. really important sales number. Oh, which one? Metroid Dread selling oh, almost yeah. three million copies. Almost three million. It Just is now the highest-selling <laughs> Metroid game. Yeah, that's, that's right. really awesome. Didn't um, make that top yeah. ten list, but it's still. Really great for the series. So I'm, By, I'm what was, sad. What was the second closest? Uh, the second closest for Metroid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Metroid Prime. Prime yeah. Ah, I don't remember Prime. the number. Um, uh, you mean it was John... another M? It was another M. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I wanted to talk about other M as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, before that, though, John, who bought the studio that developed Metroid Dread and? And why can't they make another game now? Because they're owned by you know who it is. Who is it? So I don't remember. Mer- Mercury Steam is the yeah. developer mm-hmm. of of Dread, and I don't think they, they were, were bought by, by anybody, were they? Yeah, I thought they were. I oh, they, they have like a, a three game exclusivity deal. They're like they're like making a game with somebody, but I don't think they were actually bought. I could have sworn it was something like that. Um, uh, maybe not though. Oh, it was uh, Nordisk. Oh, yeah, Nordisk. Copenhagen, Denmark, had invested in Mercury Steam and acquired forty percent of the company. Whatever. So not a control but I, arm, but they're, still, they're making a game with uh, with five oh five. That's what's known. Yeah. I guess it's being called Project Iron. Hmm. All right, now back to Metroid Other M. Reggie Fizeme <laughs> has said that he thought it would be a big turning point for the series. And I listened to his interview, and he was basically saying that, like, <clears throat> I assume that, like, maybe he wasn't fully kept up to speed on how long it takes to actually get into the meat and bones of the game, because um, in hindsight, he was like, the game takes way too long to get going. There's way too much story, super slow start, and he thinks that's why people didn't 
uh, jive with the game or so. That's that's basically what he was saying. Um, so yeah, I played this game either this year or last year. I beat the entire game, totally mm-hmm. random, but I played through it. Um, and I thought it had some really great elements. And there are some moments, like for a good two hours in this like. 15-hour game? I don't remember how long it was. It actually felt like classic Metroid. Like, there's, like, Metroidvania elements that were that are, like, actually in the game. Um, and you would think that would have been the whole game, but it was more so just, like, an action game. But uh, I actually enjoyed it. I think it's a little underrated. I think people hate on it a little too much because mm-hmm. I had a, a, some decent fun with it. But I know Mary has thoughts. What do you think? <laughs> I, so, I also played it for the first time, like, not within the past, like, two years or so. Um, and Everyone was telling me how bad it was going to be. So I went into it really low expectations. And I was like, guys, this isn't this isn't bad. Like, okay, the control scheme, I will say, has not yeah. aged well, was maybe not the best way to go at the time anyway. But it was a good game. It's possibly, dare I say, please no one hate me, one of my favorite Metroids. Maybe I just like the story elements of it. So, I really liked it, though. Typically, whenever something is, like, hated on the internet, I really try and go into it with an open mind. Like, more open than usual. Like, can I find the good in this that people aren't seeing? Because maybe... Maybe everyone else is an idiot and I'm smart. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I, I, I went into it expecting, like, I was fully trying to understand what was going on in the story. I was, like, following it bit by bit, like, okay, this is happening, this is happening. And then at some point, it just totally lost me. I'm like, I have no idea what is happening in this story. It's totally weird. And I'm just going to ignore it for the rest of the game. Um, but it was still good, a good time, in my opinion. Yeah, it's been I, a hot minute. I think I got it when it first came out and haven't touched it since. Oh, you didn't even beat it? No, I beat it, but it was like, okay. I feel like it's, I feel like I, I, I'd probably benefit from doing what you guys did and playing it, you know, as of now. late so I can look at it. Yeah, with some fresh eyes, but. I would say I uh, play it on Nintendo Switch, but you can only play it on the better hardware, the Nintendo Wii U. No, I'm just kidding. Well, that actually is true, but. That's how I played it. Was on Wii U, the digital version. <clears throat> I honestly like. I barely remember the game anymore, but I do remember enjoying it. I I didn't actually have any problem with it. Um, although I remember how like, I remember the game was like much easier to one hundred percent than like a normal Metroid. Like it it like made it easier to keep track of like where yeah. things were and whatnot. So like once I beat it, I was kind of like, hey, I one hundred percented a Metroid. That's weird. Like it wasn't something I really celebrated. It was like kind of like ah, like you're ashamed of. Yeah, being able yeah. to practice would those so things is really nice. Like I was yeah. very thankful for that because I also 100 percent it. Yeah, nice. Well, it was, it nice. was the one time it was easy to do. I didn't 100 percent it, um, <clears throat> and that probably made a lot of the the harder bosses a lot more challenging because I was dying quite a bit in some it was starting to get a little frustrating um maybe i sucked at the game maybe it's a hard game i'm honestly not even sure Uh, but let's move on to what we're playing you guys it's time we've probably got about 10 more minutes left in the show 10 15 or so so mary what are you playing uh i've beaten tunic so Hmm, i beat it this weekend so i did have to look up a few things 
though. I will admit you that- you didn't beat it, you suck. No, I'm just kidding. <sighs> okay. I know it pains me to look things up, but like some of those- Oh my gosh, y'all. <laughs> some of those puzzles get so complex, though. And like, mm. it makes you- have to look at things in the game in such a unique and different way like i haven't had to think about puzzles in this way in a long time and that's why i had to like look a couple things up i was like am i looking at this the right way should i be looking at this a different way and like i needed confirmation pretty much of like am i going down the right path or am i completely off sort of thing um but it was really good like i probably want to go back and see if i can also 100 it at some point um but now I have more time to invest in Astral Chain, which I yes. made some more progress on. And I'm still, I love the combat so much. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah, I love that game. 10 out of 10, in my opinion. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I can't wait for you to just, I, I'm not, how far are you? Like, how many hours? Uh, I don't know how many hours. I just got the, uh, the Doggo Legion. Was that the second one? That's like the third i think okay yeah because i okay, have so you're pretty far you have the bow and arrow i have the arm legion and now i have the doggo so nice but it's really fun super underrated game i highly recommend everyone yeah. play it it's awesome i i i didn't get very far at all because like the first like major boss fight like it was just so hard that i just quit and like usually like I don't I don't like usually hit difficulty walls that like I'm not willing to stick with, but in this game it's just like, well fuck this. Like, <laughs> I, I just gave up. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I don't remember it being very hard and I'm not that good at games. Maybe you're just missing something? Possibly. Uh, like I don't like I remember it being like a really long fight and like the phases just kept going. It was like, all right, I don't feel like doing this anymore. was it the one running on the walls? That one? I don't. I don't um, think so. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like when my uh, friend Brett played that one game, and he uh, kept dying in one hit, and just kind of gave up for a while. Yeah, I stopped for like two months. <laughs> <laughs> that, that game was Horizon Forbidden West, and I must have been missing something in that game because the first one wasn't even hard, and I just kept dying in one hit. I didn't understand what was happening, and it ruined the game. But I did beat it finally but I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it again because we pretty much exhausted all possible conversations <laughs> with that game. <laughs> um, John, what are you playing? And what do you think about it? I'm playing Yakuza 5. And nice. it's freaking yeah. great. So I recently finished 4, and I thought that one was like way, way better than I'd heard. 4 is like my third favorite now. And 5, 5 really feels like a shift. Like, all of the games have like, well, they all have like good stories that are also absurd, and this one's more of that. But I feel like five is like all of a sudden like the cinematic scenes are feeling like even more cinematic, and it's it's hard to like explain without just like experiencing experiencing it yourself. But like the story feels like particularly good this time, and I heard this mm. one was really good in the first place. Like I loved four, and apparently people didn't like four, and people like love five. So like maybe five will be that much better still. I don't know. I'm only in, like, the second part of the game, and there's, like, five or six parts to this game. It's supposed to be, like, the biggest game in the series. But, like, it's got mysteries and stuff and, like, new areas. Like, everything you want in a good sequel is in Yakuza 5 so far. So I'm really enjoying that. Um, and and I beat, I beat Fantasy Star 1. 
<laughs> that that old yeah, game I mentioned. The button masher? <laughs> yeah. Press A to win, baby. I just I used a guide to, to get through the Press maze dungeon faster because like yeah. So I beat that. And uh I'm about to start playing this square game that I forgot existed and I haven't followed at all, but they gave me a review code, so I'm gonna play it. <laughs> the I think it's called the Centennial the Centennial case. Have any oh, of you I've seen never, that thing? I haven't even seen anything about it, no. No, no. I, I don't think like, so. I could be getting this completely wrong, but I think it's, like, literally, like, an interactive movie sort of deal. Because, like, there's, like, they made a big deal out of having, like, these Japanese actors and everything. And, um, but it's, like, also, I think, like, a mystery of some kind. And, like, there's actual gameplay, like, involved in, like, solving this mystery. And, like, I think that'll, like, progress the live action parts. I'm not sure yet. I haven't actually started it yet, but that's next on my list. Nice. Hmm. That looks really different. Yeah, I've been um I finally started Danganronpa 2. Um and Eric, no, he wasn't talking about 13 Sentinels. <laughs> that's what he's playing on the screen right now. <laughs> oh, no, I was looking at the yeah. Centennial case. Oh, oh those okay. 13 Sentinels is awesome. Could yeah, that's that's one I need to play as well, but I I, I there was someone on a podcast who was just like talking up Danganronpa two and three, so I just want to get through these games because I hear that they're like amazing, and I loved the first one. Um, it was great, and then I heard like the last like three hours of the second one is some of like the best storytelling in video games. So I just want to play this one now, and it's really interesting so far. They they have like added like different elements. Like there's sort of like this like side scrolling element where like you go to different portions of this island. That's another, that's another thing. You're not in a school anymore. You're like in, on an island. Which definitely doesn't feel as claustrophobic, and this is gonna sound weird, but like at the school in the first game, it was sort of like a comfy feeling being just in this like in this place for so long that like every time I played the game, it, it almost felt like it was like this nostalgia that was happening. Like it's like okay, back here in my lunchroom, and I'm gonna go over here to the gym, and it's it's just You're like nostalgia for that game you played a year ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, no, it was it was like a nostalgia happening as i was playing it i I don't know it was weird maybe nostalgia is not the right word but it was just very orgasmic um, yeah orgasmic (laughs) is the word i was looking for but uh i knew it so the second one you're on an island this time and i and i heard the third one goes back to a school so that'll be interesting but so far this one just has a totally different vibe as of right now there's a different crazy teddy bear right there on the screen um and the characters all like being introduced i won't spoil anything because i think people should play these games the first one was amazing and now this one's really interesting and i'm still really early so i don't have much to say about it except that i'm in a different spot there is a character from the first game in this one so that's really interesting i'm not even sure if this is if this takes place before or after that game because as of right now the character hasn't said anything about the other game but uh yeah so it's it's all very intriguing and i can't wait for uh shit to start hitting the fan because as of right now in the story they're saying you're just supposed to live up your fantasy on this island they, they've, they've said nothing about murdering anyone or anything like that <laughs> um so i'm sure that, that there's some type of twist on the way but yeah i hope that there and... isn't a twist i hope the whole game is just everyone's happy <laughs> people just yeah. chill then the credits roll it's just animal crossing <laughs> no big deal <laughs> yeah yeah, it'd be awesome. I mean, that would be very like surprising. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the best games do. Yeah. 
So um, I'm excited to keep playing this. I've I've had it. I'm I'm playing it on my Vita and my uh, PS TV. Yes, someone still uses that in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have the um, <clears throat> the game downloaded on both, so I can just easily throw in my cloud saves wherever I go. Like if I'm if I'm done playing on Vita, I just gotta upload it, and then then I download it on PlayStation TV. So it's really convenient to do that. Um, and Eric just posted in the comments, Dangarampa three. Is better than the first one, the the spinoff, and the second one. Oh no, he's saying the opposite. He's saying Danganronpa Two is the. Oh, he's saying oh, the timeline. Never the mind. Timeline. <laughs> don't spoil. Okay. I don't even want to see it. I didn't, I didn't even read yeah. it, Eric. I don't want to see that. Oh, Delete that. It. Oh. Uh, Eric ruined everything for Brett. Yeah, Eric, why would you do that? I, like, I'm trying. I've been uh, purposely avoiding <laughs> oh, no. spoilers, and you just post the timeline in the chat. You son of a gun. Um, <laughs> Now I'm just going to post a bunch of stuff in the chat so it disappears. Um, uh, this is great. So uh, yeah. I, I, All I read was, was Danganronpa 3 te- is a prequel, so I didn't see any of the other ones. So that's, or, or, if, or if I did see them, I don't remember what I said or anything. So uh, anyway. anyway, Eric, spoiling the game. Thanks a lot. Anyway, that's pretty much it. Greg, what are you playing? Uh, so I was like on my deathbed last week, so I didn't really get to play much. Um, but I did the week before, which I need to go back to. Um, I kind of started, uh, it's on Game Pass, Dreamscaper. It's like a roguelike, um, kind of like a... An action RPG. Action RPG. and But the, but the concept's really weird, and I kind of dig it, too. It's like a more so... Like, I, I, I haven't gotten very far in it, but you're like one of the first battles you fight. Like there's like your your regular attacks and then your uh, range attack, and then you can pick up you know certain power ups and level up certain things. And then there's a dodge roll. Um, but like one of the first battles you get to, you you fight fear, and you start to see how the game's like kind of shaping. Like you know these are these are almost like mental battles of overcoming you know certain things that you're facing. And so one of the first boss battles you face is fear. And then um, the way you get into the the realm that you're in, you you fall asleep on on your bed while there's boxes all over the room, and like I don't want to tell like the whole part of it, but then you you drop into this like dream place, and then you you start to to face these these enemies and stuff. So I thought it was really interesting. Um, I didn't really care too much for the the character uh, designs. But I still, but I, I see how it fits like the overall aesthetic to the game, and I kind of appreciate it for that. They're like these, um, almost uh, I don't know what you call them, like the paper mache dolls that don't have a face, but you more so get like kind of like the the outline of like the body and everything like that. So I really kind of dig the the art style. Um, the first boss that took me, it, it did take me a couple tries to, to you know realize like oh these are just you know it has a pattern and and you know you can get through these with that with uh the dodge roll to to dodge some of the like um like his secondary attacks and things like that um i played some other stuff too i was on a good good kick for a while um but i'm trying to remember what i played this last week i know for a fact though that i did play some rocket league and apex legends you son of a guns And um, <laughs> I've been having a good time still, you know, learning a lot of new things. Um, you know, we're just progressing. The We're about to, um, I think the season ends in like a couple days. So we'll probably get 
um, some rank changes, some rank changes, some match uh, and map changes. So I'm looking forward to that. And a new legend uh, just got announced not too long ago. So, you. Yeah. Cool. Nice. That game looks pretty cool. Um, you might, I might have to. Is it on console or just PC? It's on Switch. Uh, is it? Oh, okay. Mm. Actually, I vaguely I remember, remember I they to write up might have sent me a review. Though. Um, I, yeah, I can't remember if I downloaded it on my Series S and my PC, but I I played it uh, starting out at least on my PC. I downloaded uh, a couple of Game Pass games to check them out. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's pretty much it, you guys. We talked about a lot. It's been a great episode. If you made it this far, thanks so much for hanging out with us. And if you're listening to the audio version, please, whatever platform you're on, please leave us a five-star review. That would be awesome. we got to hit that algorithm, get a bit more popular. But thanks, everyone who always tunes in. Like, I'll upload the audio version, and it immediately gets like 30 uh, listens. So there are people out there that are excited to, <laughs> to uh, listen. So that's cool. Uh, but yeah, if you want to be a part of the show, once again, leave a comment in the comment section down below. And Greg, if people want to find you, where can they go? You can find me on all my social media platforms, Twitch, uh, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, everything is at dynamite underscore giraffe, as well as over on PC Invasion. Uh, my bylines are over there. Been pretty spotty lately, um, but most of the time I pick up news a couple times a week. And as well... Oh, no, I'll save her that for next time. Oh, God, you're just going to tease us like that? <laughs> yes. Cliffhanger. Yeah. I was going to say something, but I was like, but uh, Brett, man, come on. <laughs> Sorry. Those little beans. <sighs> we've, been, we've been working on this for, for our OnlyFans for a long time. No, I'm just kidding. No, I know, you see the gallery say. of feet pics I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Greg, was that it? <laughs> No, you no, no I, 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 yeah, I'm done. I'm done. That's me. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Mary, if people want to find you, where can they go? Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter, Mary Wants Cookie, and you can also find me over on the Destructoid Show. We've been uploading mm -hmm. some pretty fun stuff to uh, TikTok and, of course, the Snapchat Show. But uh, the TikTok has a few extras that are pretty fun. Yeah, TikTok. You, you don't want to miss it. It's I'll be honest, it's probably the best TikTok ever. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. kidding, but hey, I'll, it I'll is, second uh, that. It's pretty I just uploaded one recently, and I was really proud of it. So <laughs> Yeah, the, your skit type one? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a good one, for sure. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so definitely go check out that show. And I'll just add me onto that before, John. Uh, you can find me right here every single Tuesday night, 6 p.m. for Spot Dodge. But, Dad, yeah, definitely course. go check out Wait, Destructoid what? on TikTok. John, what about you? Where can they go? Well, <laughs> you okay, Brett? I'm dying. I'm trying to last the last minute of this show. <laughs> You're being a real trooper, man. <laughs> uh, well, gosh, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be so busy being nostalgic for this episode that I don't know if <laughs> exactly. I'll be anywhere else this week. But if I am, uh, you can find me on Twitter at my name at John Frisha. And uh, also, I'm making an indie game called Boss Saga, so you can find that at, uh, God, I don't even remember what my stuff is anymore. It's <laughs> boss-saga.com. Yeah, it's like, whatever, it's out there if you want it. Or uh, it's Boss Saga Game Twitter, I think. Something like that. I don't know. Eric's, Eric's taking care of it for me. It's on the screen there. <laughs> <laughs> 
There it All is. right, sounds. All right, guys. <laughs> well, thanks a lot for hanging out. Once again, thank you everyone for listening or watching. We'll talk later. Goodbye.